0: You're listening to the Solar Disruption Theory Podcast. Step inside some of the most forward thinking minds in solar today. This show explores a deeper side of solar each month as Freedom Forever leaders sit down with CEOs, activists, and other solar experts to break the solar industry wide open. We'll discuss solar trends, news, and everything you need to know about how you can join us on the path of disruption. This is the Solar Disruption Theory. Hey everyone, welcome to the Solar Disruption Theory podcast. I'm your host, Sean McCready, and after a little break, we're back in full force. Joining me is Freedom Forever's fearless leader, Brett Bushey. Brett, it's so exciting to be back with you again. Thanks, thanks for joining us again.
1: Thank you, it's great to be around other human beings.
0: Exactly, exactly. Uh, so Brett and I started this show almost exactly two years ago, and in 2019, for our very first episode of the Solar Disruption Theory, we sat down with Mosaic CEO, Billy Parrish, to talk about humble beginnings, the evolution of solar loan performance, and the future of solar energy. Mosaic is an industry-leading solar finance company that has truly revolutionized the energy industry. They do this by providing flexible financing for homeowners and helpful tools to contractors for better deals. We always love talking with Billy, and so today we've asked him to return to catch up on Mosaic and introduce some new exciting updates in the solar industry. Billy, welcome back to the show.
2: Good to be here.
0: We're so happy to have you back. This is so cool. Uh, Again, almost exactly two years ago, we had you on the show as our first episode, and it's just so cool to be back in the same room. You can learn more about Billy in the very first episode of the Solar Disruption Theory podcast at solardisruptiontheory.com. A mission-driven entrepreneur, Billy is the founder and CEO of Mosaic and has founded, invested in, and advised many clean energy companies and organizations over the last 20 years. And he was also honored as one of Rolling Stone's 25 People Shaping the Future. Billy, can you tell us a little bit of how you got started?
2: Yeah. Uh, 2002, I spent the summer doing research with the head of the International Panel of, on Climate Change in India. And we visited the source of the Ganges River up in the Himalayas and uh, saw that the glacier was retreating faster than anybody had predicted due to climate change. And for me, it was a moment of no turning back. It, became my life's work to solve climate change. And so I came back, dropped out of college and started building a youth movement for clean energy solutions.
0: Gotcha. And you were, uh, you were at Yale, correct? I was. Yeah. How, how, how did that go?
2: (laughs) Uh, you know, Yale was great, but, uh, climate change, uh, took precedence and, uh, I, I stayed living in new Haven, uh, working, uh, on climate and, uh, and I've since traveled all over the country, lived in all different places in the U.S., uh, always trying to figure out different ways to make it easy and compelling for people to be part of the climate solution.
0: Right. And um, tell me a little bit more about the, the youth interactions you've had, the organizations that you've been a part of. So
2: in 2002, it was interesting. It was the beginning of the climate awakening. Uh, uh, before even Al Gore's Inconvenient Truth came out. yeah. So early on, but young people were catching on. They wanted to figure out how to do something about it. And what we did with the Energy Action Coalition was brought together 60 different youth organizations that all had some interest in doing something about climate change, but it was this big issue and people didn't know where to start. Yeah. So we gave them a place to come together to strategize and to build something bigger than any of us could have done on our own so we became the largest membership organization in the world focused on climate change at the time and had a real impact we convinced 700 colleges to go uh carbon neutral we helped pass city and state clean energy policies we worked on federal clean energy policy um so and we trained tens of thousands of young people and got them involved in this issue and you know so there's this kind of diaspora of the energy action coalition that you know are still working today to to move forward this industry
0: yeah that's amazing that's so amazing and you uh you've said before that the arc of your whole career has been looking for important problems to solve so how does where's that drive come from i mean is that from your upbringing where's that come from
2: You know, I think, I think it probably comes from my parents who always had a strong sense of right and wrong and, and imbued that in me when I was younger. And I feel really blessed to have found a calling in climate change so early because it's given my life purpose. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're all looking for that and to be part of solving what I see as the biggest issue facing the planet is uh, is a really good feeling. And it gives me a lot of the drive that uh, gets me out of bed every morning.
0: Right. And part of that, obviously, is solar. So what made you so interested in making solar more accessible?
2: It's interesting. Back in 2007, I thought wind was going to be the solution. Mm -hmm. And I actually moved to North Dakota and was working on uh, partnering to accelerate wind in the Plains, which is well, yeah. the Saudi Arabia of wind energy. Yeah. And then the market evolved, solar prices came down and more and more it looked like solar was going to be a way to transition our energy system. And tying that back with my experience working with uh, software and online ways to engage people, yeah. solar is something that anyone can be a part of. Anyone can adopt. Wind is is more a utility scale thing. So uh, when we started Mosaic, the idea was how do we create a platform where people can invest in solar projects in their community and as little as $25, $50 and earn a good rate of return on that on their investment. So we were the first to create a crowdfunding platform for solar Right, And then evolved the platform over time to be the first solar lending fintech to make it easy and affordable for people to own solar on their own roof.
0: Yeah. So it's funny because, Brett, when we've talked, you know, over the past couple of years that we've known each other, you weren't thinking solar either. I mean, you were in a completely different world.
1: I was thinking seminary and going into the pastoral world and here I am six years later in solar.
0: Wind and seminary turned into solar. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So tell me about your vision uh, for Mosaic.
2: The vision of the company is 100% clean energy for all. And our mission is to empower millions of people to prosper by creating the best way to finance clean energy solutions. So the the goal is to be the ubiquitous payment method that accelerates the adoption of clean energy. Clean energy has an upfront cost, and we need to translate that into an affordable monthly payment as easily as possible. You know, looking to create an experience similar to swiping a credit card, mm-hmm. that easy for people to adopt solar.
0: Right. Which was huge. I mean, it was revolutionary in the industry. Nothing existed like it, right? That's Right. That's amazing. And so, I mean, being a first of its kind and, and you know, paving the path to this new future of, of solar financing, what were some of the challenges you ran into?
2: One of the biggest ones early on was convincing investors that this was an asset class that was going to perform well. Right. We just didn't know it was a new asset class. And so we needed to find investors who would be interested in purchasing these loans And we found a partner, it was a reinsurance company that was our first loan buyer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we worked on the credit policy and, you know, convinced them of what the assumptions or worked with them to figure out what the right assumptions should be for the performance of the asset class and got there and that's how we started. And then uh, over time, we've just, it's been a continuous education process with the capital markets. Right. And the more data we've been able to bring the easier those conversations have gone right. because now we've got 5 billion plus in loans uh, performance data yeah. which over seven years. And we can show that to investors and say, not only, you know, before it was this is how we think it's going to perform. Now right. we actually have a lot of real data on the performance and have really created a very viable and compelling asset class, which is important because to our mission of creating the best way to finance clean energy solutions, making that low cost is critical. It's mission, right. mission critical.
0: Right, and that's that's so fascinating to me because you know the feel goods only go so far. You know, when it comes to a, a lender, an investor, I mean, they got to see some data, and so it's it's amazing that it, it exists now, and, and you're in a position where you can offer a a pretty affordable solution to a lot of people. That's right. That's amazing. Can you talk about maybe? Uh, the amount of jobs that this is creating in the, in the industry?
2: Solar is one of the fastest-growing job categories in the country. In many states, it is the fastest-growing job. And the industry employs now uh, nearly 250,000 yeah. workers. And uh, one of the other things that we're a part of is the Solar Rights Alliance, which is mm-hmm. building a movement of solar customers to advocate for solar policies yeah. uh, similar to the nra uh, we are building a a force that can help advocate for all of the different clean energy policies we need to grow the industry so that's that's another thing that mosaic has been a part of and partnered with Freedom on as well.
0: And that is an, a partnership that I've always just been over the moon about because we had a chance to work with Dave over at the Solar Rights Alliance. Um, we actually went up to Sacramento a couple months ago to fight you know, for uh, net metering because you know, it was being attacked. And so I think with organizations like the Solar Rights Alliance, Solar United Neighbors, which works on the other side of the country, groups like this that are really advocating and giving the homeowners, the, the purchasers, the ones that are using it, a voice, I mean, there's nothing more important than that. I mean, being out on the grass of the Capitol building and seeing hundreds of people with their signs saying, save California solar. I mean, it's it's something that's so impactful and so inspirational to see that you know, renewable energy is is being adopted and, and being seen as, as a great solution for not only the planet, but also people's pocketbooks. I mean, That's it's, it. it's huge. That's it, was, it. it was such a great relationship to have. And, and I'm glad that you're a part of it. I'm glad that Freedom's a part of it. Um, they're a great organization. And for anybody out there that uh, is listening and wants to know more about them, it's uh, solarrights.org um, is their website. They're a great organization led by uh, Dave Rosenfeld. Can't I can't speak high enough about them. They're just great human beings. And Dave and um, I
2: worked at the Energy Action Coalition together, right. uh, uh, launched the Campus Climate Challenge together a yes. uh, long time ago. A long time ago, <laughs>
0: many moons ago. That's so great. Yeah, he's a great guy and it's a great organization. So thank you for your contribution to that organization. And Brett, thanks for being a part of that as well, because it's so impactful to the people that are using this, this you know, this resource, the sun, it's, it's free, it's up there. Let us use it, you know, without being hindered. So thank you both for, for being a part of that. And speaking of partnerships, uh, kind of wanted to shift gears into uh, this great partnership between Freedom Forever and Mosaic. So Brett, would you mind kind of going into the partnership and, and, and letting everybody know how we're working together for a common goal?
1: Yeah, first of all, I, I think I met Billy back in 2016. And uh, we've had a relationship uh, even prior to that because we started using Mosaic. Um, you have to remember is I don't come from solar. So right. I was literally reading a power purchase agreement and a solar service agreement and I really didn't understand it. I would read it and go, <laughs> this is leasing a product, why right. would anyone have a fixed home improvement? So that was my background, I literally couldn't even understand it. Right. And then when I found out that there was an unsecured loan product, it was basically mosaic and there really wasn't a lot of competition back then. So we've done a lot of business together, it's kind of had some ups and it's had some downs. And back in 2020, we've always kept a great relationship. Even when we did the podcast two years ago, we weren't doing a ton of business between the two companies, but we always just had this connection that we always wanted to figure out a way to do something big together. Yeah. And Billy approached us in the latter half of 2020 um, and just kind of you know, looked at the numbers and I started looking at the dealer fees and how many more people, a lot of people like, we're all environmentalists that are in this room. Yeah. We always, we want to do something, we're mission-driven. But ultimately, the key to the mission is creating first-year cost savings for consumer so they make the decision based on economics. Right. Because there's only a small percentage of people are going to do it just from an environmental standpoint. So we have to figure out ways to do that. And so one of the keys is creating lower-cost financing. And so Billy came in and said, "Hey, because of our history, because of managing and we have a lot of data, we can offer you a product because of the you know, the size of freedom right. and what they're able to do and we can offer it to you with lower dealer fees, which ultimately is a better deal for the customer." Right. And then ultimately prior to that, I was thinking, "All right, well, that's great." But usually that comes at a cost. Lower dealer fees usually means you pass less consumers. Mm. If you really want to make an impact, we have to figure out and get as many people to pass credit applications so they have the ability to go solar. Right. All right. It's not a free product. Right. So, in terms of doing that, he asked us to kind of study the data. And so, we are a company that over the last 12 months, we had 20,000 credit decisions that we could look at. Had Mosaic's competitors and then also Mosaic. Right. What was shocking to me is that we came out and Mosaic was passing more people. So if you can pass more people and you have a lower cost of financing, it's just a no-brainer. Absolutely. And so as we did that, we started talking more and we formed a deeper partnership and we are now exclusively using Mosaic as our loan provider. And what's been amazing is on the back end, we're doing a lot less work. We don't have five different processes that we have to learn with all the other un- unsecured loan providers. Right. So that has been a huge positive for us because ultimately if we can drive down our costs through efficiency, that enables more customers to go solar with first first year cost savings. And we are the first company to be in 28 states and a lot of people are in a lot of states, but we are doing it with W2 employees with our own offices. Yeah. We will be the first company in 35 states, at 40 states, and then 40 st- 45 states. And the key is just continue to drive efficiency. And it's partnerships like this is transformative. Yeah. And it really is helpful. And uh, Billy also was a huge help in the development of our product with Vivid Smart Home. And we're going to be unveiling that next month. And we announced that a few weeks ago. Yeah. And we're just really, really excited about it. But this is the type of partnership that I've loved that I've had in my former businesses. And it's just a pleasure to work with Billy and his team at Mosaic, They're first class.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Anything you want to add to that, Billy?
2: This is my favorite part about business is building these types of win-win long-term partnerships. Yeah. So Uh, As Brett said, I've been a fan. We've had a great relationship for a long time, and um, we're just thrilled with the partnership. And as Brett said, we have been able to drive down our cost of funding so that we can offer very cost-effective terms, as well as we have more loan data so we can uh, come up with smarter credit policies to pass more customers while having the same target loss rates. So you know, better underwriting, more track record, lower cost of funds enables us to offer a really compelling solution uh, and build a really powerful partnership. So we're just thrilled.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're happy to be partners with you. And, and, you know, I know everybody loves your product. So thank, thanks for uh, thanks for putting in the hard work for everybody. All right, we're gonna we're gonna shift gears just a little bit here. Um, so, you know, we know about the relationship, we know about the partnership. Um, just want to talk about solar in general. Uh, You know, I know you have a big passion for climate change um, and in combating that. So tell, you know, in your words, why is solar so important? You know, I I think there are two ways to
2: answer that. Uh, One, maybe sort of philosophical, uh, but solar is abundant and free and, uh, uh, you know, powers much of the rest of the planet. Right. You know, it powers... Uh, uh, all of life mm-hmm. in, in many ways and uh, you know if you think about what's a what's a uh, like Occam's razor you know it's sort of the simplest solution is often the best right and I, I think solar you know we've got this huge power plant in the sky that can power our whole planet and so you know I think that's that's one way to think about it and the other is uh it is, uh, in many places, the most cost-effective energy solution. So, you know, we are going to see increased energy demand uh, for decades. And I think solar is, is likely the uh, single most important clean energy solution to addressing climate change.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's facts, there's figures. You know, in 2020, the U.S. experienced 22 separate billion-dollar weather events. I mean, this is more than any time in history. I mean, there's things that are going on right now that that we've never seen before. And when you look at um, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, IPCC, um, this week they announced uh, in their sixth assessment report that the world will probably reach or exceed 1.5 degrees Celsius, that's 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit, of warming within just the next two decades. And... We can see the effects of this every single day. I mean, we're we're sitting right now in Salt Lake City, Utah, and we're seeing smoke from California. You know, they're seeing it out as far as as Denver, which is 1,100 miles away. And, you know, when you look at things like that, there's uh, the Dixie Fire in Chico, which is causing all this smoke. It's the second largest fire in state's history. And I feel like we're doing this every year. Every single year we're sitting and going, oh, it's the it's the, the biggest fire in California history. It's the second, it's the third. We're doing this every single fire season. Um, and then when you look at, like, there was deadly flooding in Germany and Belgium in July. And it completely washed away. Buildings, cars, more than 1,000 people are still missing. I mean, this is insane. Hundreds died of uh, from flooding in China. The Pacific Northwest, an area that's known to be a cool area, somewhere where you can go and not have to worry about heat too much, hit over 100-degree Fahrenheit. For several several days, I mean, multiple days. I was t- having friends on Instagram that are saying, "Oh, it's 105 up here," and you know, we were down in Southern California where it's similar, but it's like that's the Pacific Northwest. This is not something we should be seeing. Um, and then, you know, to top it off, the Arctic lost an area of sea ice equivalent to the size of Florida between June and mid-July, a month and a half the size of Florida. So you look at these things, and you know, and and these are all facts and figures. The IPCC put this out, and they're saying. You know, there, there are some there's some some silver linings, I guess there's some hope. But they're saying that the most severe climate impacts depend on what we do in this decade, in this decade right now that we're living in. Um, what are your thoughts on, on this report that came out?
2: It, it was really jarring. I mean, in, in one sense, it's it's not. We know that this is happening. We've known for decades. Right. that This is happening. And over the last couple of years, I think we are starting to see everywhere the impacts that people have been saying were going to happen. And so I think more and more people are beginning to see it. And Now, this report really just narrowed the range and the certainty around what's going to happen unless we make big, big changes. Right. Uh, right. So. The way I read it is it's a code red for humanity Absolutely. to solve climate change. And like you said, the sooner we get moving, the better, because right. all of this is around cumulative emissions and turning that trajectory as quickly as we can. So uh, it was just more more motivation to uh, scale as quickly as possible. I right. mean, that's... Uh, that's what we need to do. We need yeah. to scale these solutions.
1: Absolutely. Brett, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, on that? I, I feel the pressure every day. Like I feel like we have a business plan. Now we have to execute on it. So much is about execution. We can talk about it. Everybody wants to do something better. Right. But we actually have a business plan. And the ability to scale and drive down our costs are paramount to increasing the rate of residential solar adoption here in the United States. Yeah. And 40% of the emissions that come from the house, all right, is literally having a massive impact. Yeah. So the people, if we execute and do our jobs, we can have an impact, but it's really incumbent upon us to focus on execution. I'll yeah. just keep saying that word again, and I talked to all his staff, we need to focus, we need to execute the next, Two years are vital. Yeah. Because still today, all right, approximately 3% of the residential homes have solar on it. Mm-hmm. All right, we need to get that to 10%, 15 20 25%. And with you know, the advent of batteries and everything like that, that is the solution. Yeah. We can really make an impact and we just got to get out there and spread the gospel. We have to educate everyone why this is so important and we need to educate them why it's important, but also we need to educate them why they will save money. Right. All right. If we do that, this thing will spread like wildfire. It's probably not the best Um, analogy to use after talking about those things, but that's what we can do. And we just have to educate people because still so many people to this day that they go, Hey, you're in the solar installation business. And they're like, they know nothing about it. It's shocking to me. I have been doing this for six years and we kind of talk about, you know, freedom being kind of you know we're trying to spread the gospel here we need to do a better job the next few years is vitally important to this earth and we all have a responsibility um everybody in this room we have kids Mm -hmm. i now have grandkids and how their quality of life is going to depend on whether we execute over the next decade And that report that came out yesterday really highlights that.
0: Absolutely. And I can't stress enough how important it is for everybody to know this information. So uh, I found a great uh, article, the World Resources Institute has a great article that breaks out the report discussing five big findings from the report. Uh, So one, we're on course to reach 1.5 degrees Celsius of warming within the next two decades limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees celsius by the end of the century is still within reach but requires transformational changes i mean this is a no-brainer here our understanding of climate science including the link to extreme weather is stronger than ever Uh, There's some great information in there. Uh, The changes we are already seeing are unprecedented in recent history and will affect every region of the globe. We're seeing that day after day. And lastly, every fraction of a degree of warming leads to more dangerous and costly impacts. So uh, we've got this article linked in the show notes. I I really encourage you to go read this, share it with your friends. I mean, it's really up to us. Nobody else is going to do it for us. We get one planet, and it's up to us to fix it. So uh, any final thoughts on climate change? Yeah, I want to
2: underline something Brett said, which is that 40% of U.S. emissions come from decisions made at the home. Yeah. You know, how you get around, how you power your home, how you heat and cool your home. Right. And so a lot of people feel like they don't know what they can do, but transforming your home into a home powered by 100% clean energy is a really powerful thing that you can do. Right. Also, over the next month, We will see an opportunity to pass probably the most important climate legislation in the next decade. Right. And uh, Congress is going to be debating a reconciliation bill. And there is an opportunity to include in it a clean energy payments program, which is used to be called the clean electricity standard, Mm -hmm. as well as clean energy tax credits. And. It's really important for people to get involved politically, to call their senators, call their members of Congress, and urge them to support bold climate solutions in this reconciliation bill. We just, this is the best opportunity we have for the next decade to pass legislation, and we can't miss this chance.
0: Right. And, and you know, in, in this industry, the way everything works, uh, it's really up to the homeowners to understand what this means and how they can help, and and how it affects the environment. Uh, and you know, on that note, it's up to all of these reps that are out selling solar uh, to really nail, you know, nail in that that point that this is helping you with your bills, of course, but this is really helping with our planet. Um, so, talk about um, some of the flexible financing and some tools that you have for contractors
2: to our vision of 100% clean energy for all. One of the things I'm most excited about is that we've just rolled out a new credit policy for Freedom that doesn't have a FICO floor. Oh, wow. So we have expanded our credit box using our smarter underwriting powered by data to enable more customers to get financing for uh-huh. solar. So we offer very cost effective and Broadly available financing uh, through this partnership, which is just a very powerful tool for a sales rep to have when they're in the home to be able to convert more of their prospective customers into solar owners.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, th- this is this gives every rep an opportunity to close that sale. I mean, this is it's it's a no-brainer. It's so easily accessible. I mean, this is this is great.
2: In certain markets with really low cost power we've also rolled out a 30-year loan product which wow. stretching that payment another 5 years means that you can save more money yeah. day one with a 30-year loan than you could with a 25 or a 20-year loan so that's been powerful and that's amazing markets.
0: that's amazing so all you all you reps listening out there you've got the tools let's let's use them and You know, I think another really effective tool, and maybe you can expand on this, is the Solar app. There's been a lot of really big leaps and bounds in in the development of that app. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah. A couple of years ago, we realized that up to a quarter of the cost of a solar installation Mm -hmm. was tied up in red tape, permitting, interconnection. Whereas you look in other countries and people sign up for solar, they get it installed the next week interconnected and they're seeing those benefits right away right in the us it still takes a long time to get the permitting and get the interconnection so that process can take months sure and that carries a lot of cost it leads to more cancellations and uh just carrying cost of that and doing all of the individual permitting driving to and from the permitting locations uh, different code in every different jurisdiction creates more complexity for yeah. solar contractors to deal with. So, we it was an industry-wide collaboration to create the solar automated permitting process, Solar App, and uh it is free software for counties, cities, uh any permitting jurisdiction to use to do an instant automated permit for residential Amazing. solar and the result of that is it will lower the cost of solar make the process much faster and it's now being supported by the federal government and rolled out across the country so there are a number of cities that have already taken it on as our pilot cities but it is being rolled out very aggressively across the country so um i would say we are looking for people to uh, advocate for it and mm-hmm. bring it to their local jurisdictions to get them to adopt this as a process. It's a free software for, yeah. for them to use.
0: Is there? Uh, where can go? Where can people go? Where can listeners go to kind of advocate for Solar App?
2: You just look up Solar App mm-hmm. online. Uh, NREL is hosting the uh, the project.
0: Okay, great. Yeah, it, it's always been so baffling to me how manual of a process Solar is. It's crazy. I mean, when when you look at the people that have to actually drive to a home to literally look at a home for three seconds. I mean, it's it's insane to me.
2: Well, Brett, you, you deal with this every day in your business more than we do. I'm curious your take on
1: it. It's wildly inefficient. One of the frustrating things is coming from outside of solar is that people just think this is normal. Yeah. Um, it is just terrible, the inefficiency. I mean, you literally do all the work in a matter of a couple of days and then sometimes you can wait two weeks to six weeks to eight weeks on a permit and it's just not acceptable. It has to change, but a lot of people don't realize this is not like something pie in the sky in the future. This is literally being implemented right now by authorities having jurisdictions like Tucson. There's Mm -hmm. some areas in California, we are seeing four to six day installs. We are getting permits back in 30 minutes it is incredible, it is a game changer in our industry and it will just help you know, accelerate the adoption of residential solar Absolutely. and to me, it's not even about the cost, like, the cost is great, they can charge us the same amount, sure. it's that speed, right. the amount of time and energy that it takes, it's ridiculous yeah. and if we can just eliminate the inefficiency in our industry and one of the dark secrets about our industry is that less than 50% of the jobs that are signed in our industry actually get installed. So think about the inefficiency, right? An installer will spend somewhere between a thousand to $10,000 on a project and they go to install it and it still cancels. If you just eliminate that, I believe we can bring down, we can bring down the cost of an install by 20 to 30%. And that's kind of the holy grail as an operator that I'm looking for yeah. is how do we get, right now we have probably a realization rate that's 30% higher than anyone else out in the industry. It's yeah. one of the things that we're known for. But we need to push the limit. We need to be able to get 95% of the contracts signed. We need to get them installed. Right. And we everything that we do is to go down that road. Sure. And this app will be a huge help other things like the Vivint Smart Home product and installing that as a base product is another huge thing for us.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that. So um, Freedom Forever and Vivint just recently announced a partnership. Um, Do you want to go into the details of that, Brett?
1: Yes, and so uh, starting in September, we don't have a specific date, um, we are going to integrate um, and truly start selling smart homes. So not only will we have solar, but we will also have a true smart home. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to get to a consumer where they have a smart thermostat. Right. All right. They have a smart hub and they can see what their solar system is actually producing. Right. But also how much they're consuming. That's huge. All right. It is huge. Now, when you believe, if you believe in the electrification of vehicles, which mm-hmm. if you don't believe it, it's happening. It's happening. All right. <laughs> you don't have, right? have a choice. It's not it, have it doesn't matter whether you believe it. It's going to happen. Right. The only thing we can discuss, it's up for discussion, is when... You know, when will it happen? Mm-hmm. Will it predominantly happen in three years, five years, seven years? But it's going to happen. Absolutely. And in doing that, consumers are going to try to understand, well, hey, I'm not paying for gas anymore. How am I paying? What's my new gas? Right. And it's the cost of your it's electricity. It's the cost of the electricity. And so then people are going to start watching their consumption more. Other than their mortgage, and in some cases, it might even be higher than your mortgage, your highest household bill is going to be your electric bill. Yeah, People are going to start paying attention to it. People are going to start wanting clean energy. Yeah, And this is going to be very robust. But part of it is how do I measure it? How do I know what I'm consuming? Right. And that's one of the really cool things. We'll be the first company that does something like this. Amazing. We also believe that we are going to improve our realization rates significantly. So when we sign a contract, nine out of 10 contracts get installed. Uh-huh. And if it does that, that eliminates massive inefficiency. Yeah. It brings our cost down, which then hopefully we pass that along to the consumers. And then all of a sudden we can open up in 40 states. Yes, That's the key to it. Yeah. And we're gonna keep driving every decision that we make has to do with driving down our costs and our ability to scale. And a lot of people will go, hey, no one's been able to um, scale successfully. Well, I have news for them. We are doing it. And I can't really... I've tried to do a Monday morning quarterback on all the companies that weren't able to do it, but it just doesn't make sense to me. We just keep going down the road, all right, that we are paving. And we're just going to keep going till we get to that 90%. And I believe we can be there within the next 12 months. That's amazing. That's great. Uh, And so where does Mosaic come into this? Actually, Mosaic was involved from the very beginning because one of the things we were having questions about ITC, how it would work. And so Billy has been really helpful in terms of making it happen because, you know, it's great to come up with a concept. But remember, we are doing this and we're not charging the customer or we're not charging our dealers or our reps. There's right. no cost associated with doing that, all right? But we're not we're not dumb guys, all right. We're not a dumb business. No. How we're able to pay for that is by an increased realization rate. Mm-hmm. And so what we are doing is we're eliminating inefficiency and eliminating that inefficient costs. Is going to more than make up for the cost of the smart home and it's not just a smart hub a smart thermostat it's also a doorbell camera yeah it's also sensors it's a full integrated smart home and security right so it's pretty amazing we think it's going to be transformative in the industry and we also think it's going to change the way that smart homes are sold in the future
0: yeah absolutely it's huge and we're so excited about this partnership with Vivint and the accessible options provided by mosaic to bring solar and smart energy to more homes this is a truly revolutionary package that's being offered and we look forward to continuing to disrupt the solar industry that's it's just it's huge it's amazing and, and we can't wait any final thoughts on that guys nope all right well i think that brings us to the end of the show Billy, thank you so much for for joining us again. It's so cool again to have you on our, basically our two year anniversary to to join us again for for another season. Thank you so much. Um, To learn more about Billy and Mosaic, visit joinmosaic.com. And for everything you need to know about Freedom Forever and the Solar Disruption Theory Podcast, visit solardisruptiontheory.com. Also make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and help us share this podcast with the solar lovers in your world. On behalf of Brett, Billy, and myself, Thanks for listening to the Solar Disruption Theory Podcast. We'll talk to you soon.